What is up, everybody? Thank you for checking out a new episode of the Balacoa Core Podcast. I am your host, Patrick Huerta. Hopefully you're doing great. Hopefully you're doing great. Um, I wish nothing but the best for everybody. Um, I love everybody, you know? I am incapable of hating anybody. That is a fact. That is 100% fact. Um, I guarantee it. Um, it wasn't always like that. I used to be a big hater, really big old fat hater. Um, but I'm older now. I'm more mature, wiser. Um, some may say not many, but some, um, so yeah, I don't hate anybody. It's a waste of energy. Don't waste your energy. Conserve your energy or use it for good only good yeah all that being said i hope you're doing well i hope you're doing well i'm doing okay i am uh hungover which is not good not a fan not a fan of it uh but that's just what i'm dealing with today my fault of course i should do better i should treat myself better um and i'm gonna i am gonna uh anyway thank you for <laughs> thank you for listening uh like share subscribe um if you dig uh the babacoa core follow us on instagram at babacoa core and uh you can follow me on twitter and instagram respectively uh at your homie pat and also check out uh the antisocial comedy um at antisocial comedy on instagram they're doing fun stuff, fun live events, safe live events. And uh, I'm also part of their um, Antisocial Hour. That's their podcast that we that we do every now and then. Uh, you can find that on YouTube and um, uh, wherever you can find podcasts. You know, support that as well. Um, I've been part of that. And uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, this episode, uh, I recorded, I sat down with, uh, Ricky and Mario, um, of, uh, Cauterized, uh, who are the bassist and the, uh, the drummer, uh, of the band. Uh, I sat down with them, uh, this was recorded last weekend, um, and we just talked about the band, we chopped it up, uh, t- talking about music, talking about the band, uh, their past, pres- present, and future, and all that good stuff. Um, I actually, I, I, I found out of, about the band um, through Rob Chavez of Rob's Metalworks. I was, uh, I was hanging out with Rob uh, a couple weeks ago, and uh, we were just chilling out, watching UFC, uh, whatever. And then, uh, and then the other guys uh, from the band Carterized, uh, Alex and Nick, came by. And that's that's how I met them, and that's how I found out about the band. So even even when Rob's not doing his show, because that's what his show's all about, promoting uh, other metal bands, whether they're touring, regional, um, all that good stuff. Uh, he he's been introducing me to a lot of cool cool music that I probably wouldn't have found on my own without Rob's Metalworks. So even even on his off time, even when we're just hanging out, 
And he's, he's still connecting people, you know, in one way or another. Uh, so shout out to Rob's Metalworks. Check out, uh, Conrise was on Rob's Metalworks. Uh, I think that got released uh, last month. Uh, so check that out as well. Support Rob's Metalworks. Uh, one of my big homies uh, and friend of the show. And so, so that yeah, that's how I found out about Cauterized, and then I started listening to their music, and I really fucking dig their EP. Their EP Roots is fucking pretty good. Uh, it's 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 brutal, it's raunchy. Um, I dig it, I dig it. So I was pretty stoked when I was able to get uh, get the band uh, on the podcast. I don't know if I mentioned this already, but we did record this last week. We recorded it outside. We were sitting outside just to be a little bit more safe with everything going on. And uh, outside, um, it creates a lot of noise, you know. So there's additional noise in the back. Uh, the f- the phone frequencies, uh, they come out. They re- they come out on the f- on the recording, uh, which sucks. So I apologize about that. Um, I didn't think it was going to be that noticeable, that loud. Um, it's not loud, but it's just it's noticeable. You'll hear it for sure. Um, but it's there, but and uh, I'll do better. I'll do better uh, for the next recordings. I am gonna chill. I'm definitely gonna chill uh, with face to face stuff. Numbers are spiking. It's not looking good. And I'm gonna be honest. I've been out there. I've been out there doing hood rat shit with my friends when I really should be. Um, safer sorry it is what it is i did what i did uh safely i did safe kept it safe as much as i could and uh thankfully thankfully uh nothing bad has happened but i am going to be taking a break from uh from going out you know which really sucks I was having fun, uh, you know, doing little as you know, what little comedy was available to me, you know. I did LOL last weekend. Uh, do the Tiger most Fridays, uh, the Blind Tiger Comedy Club most Fridays. I actually hosted this past weekend, which was a lot of fun, uh, a lot of fun. But um, gonna be taking a break from all that. Um, I do have one uh, spot that I will be doing on Black Friday. As part of uh, Big John's show, that's going to be at the Roxy Theater. I think tickets are already sold out. That was a Big John's thing, you know. It's actually his rescheduled show that we were supposed to do at the Alamo Draft House before everything popped off. So this is the rescheduled show. So that's why the people who bought tickets for that Alamo Draft House show could use them for the Roxy Theater show. So it's already sold out, I think. Other than that, I don't think I'm going to be doing much else. Um, took my chances and, uh, you know, was a little irresponsible sometimes. I admit that. I admit that. Um, and every time, every time after, oh man, if I get sick, was it worth it? And nine out of ten times it is. Eight out of ten. Seven out of ten for sure. <laughs> it was worth it. Um, 
and I gotta, I gotta be. I, I mean, numbers are spiking. It sucks to talk about. It sucks to hear. It sucks to see. It sucks that that's a reality. But you know what? I gotta be better about um, about uh, avoiding getting sick. And so that that's what's up. But anything else? I mean, I'm gonna do zooms, uh, zoom talking, chatting for the pod. Um, this is a very long intro. I apologize. I didn't write any notes. I'm freeballing it. Uh, and this is what happens. I ramble. I mumble, I stumble, and I ramble. Let's get into this uh, this chat that I had with the guys from Cauterized, from, with Ricky and Mario of Cauterized. Uh, check them out. Follow them on their socials. Uh, they got merch. Hit, up, hit them up for merch. They have some cool shirts. I'm definitely going to get one on my own. Um... But check them out. Follow them. Cauterized uh, TX on the uh, Instagram. Look them up on Facebook. Cauterized. Check them out on Spotify. Support this band. Uh, help them out. And uh, hopefully you dig it. Thank you very much for listening. I will uh, check you. Uh, check in with y'all. Check you. I will check in with y'all next week. Be good. Stay safe. This is uh, my talk with the band Cauterized. Later. Ricky Reyes and Mario De Luna of the band Cauterized. What's going on, fellas? Uh, we're doing pretty good today. Uh-huh. Yeah. Pretty, yeah. pretty good. You know, despite the, the everything going on with the pandemic, you know, we just try to keep a positive attitude going towards everything. It's cool, cool. Uh, so uh, before we get into anything, uh, plugs, social medias, uh, websites, anything you want to plug right now, go ahead and give it to them. Uh, yeah. Check us out on, basically we're on every major streaming platform, Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube Music, yeah. all that. Um, hit us up on y- our Instagram is at cauterized TX two ten I believe, or two ten cauterized TX one of those two, um, uh-huh. or Facebook, you know, Facebook dot com slash cauterized TX. Yeah. Uh, so you y- y- are the the bass and drummer of uh, of cauterized, yes, uh, and, uh, but not the not the original members, right? Like, how did y'all mm-hmm. become part of? Cauterized. Uh Alex, man, he's a, he was the wizard. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> in all of this, yeah, he uh, he moved all the pieces. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So Nick and Alex are the two OGs, and they started with the what was the original lineup back in 2015. Uh huh. It kind of morphed and <laughs> changed, and it's been a revolving door of people, you know, since then. But last October, I came along, uh-huh. and then. Shortly thereafter, we were, we were using session session drummers for a while there. Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> we didn't we didn't really have a set drummer. We just had people that would help us out. Uh huh. You know, whenever we had shows, or you know, we had a guy for when we recorded our album. That it was basically the guy that recorded us is the one that did live drums for our album on the the EP, the mm-hmm. Roots EP. Yep. Oh, okay. And so that was before Mario came in? Yeah, we we brought Mario in shortly after the start of the pandemic. I want to say we started talking to him because that's around the time that our main session guy that we use for our shows and stuff, uh-huh. um, he we, he went into it, you know, telling us, I can't be a permanent member, you know, I'll help you out as much as I can. But yeah. 
And we didn't want that day to come, but the day finally came. So we, we put it out there that we were looking, and Mario hit us up. And I think after the first time that we jammed with him, we were just like, yeah, I think we found our guy. Like he. <laughs> why, why do you think drummers are the hardest to keep in the band? Because uh, they're in like 28 different bands at a time. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> at a time, it seems like. Uh, like Mario, you're in a few bands already, right? Like you no. have uh, just this one and uh, my other project, Life Eats Life. Life Eats Life. Yes. Yep. Uh, what kind of sound is that one? Is that similar to to Cauterize um, or different? Like <laughs> no, <Nope>. drastically different. <laughs> I mean, we've gotten really drunk and decided we're gonna just call it scrap metal. Scrap metal. We take like little scraps of inspiration from like funk, from fucking metal from literally everywhere we some of our favorite songs are the ones that sound kind of like silversteiny and stuff oh okay yeah yeah but we do come out with songs that are more like like trivium or fucking like just heavy you know so it's a mixture of a lot of stuff yeah mm-hmm. and then we have a song that sounds like a mixture of punk and funk like, uh-huh it's, it's really it's really hard to us. put your <laughs> hand on it but I, I started getting really comfortable with the like writing for the band and being in that band and i was like i need a heavier like an even heavier outlet because i'm I'm kind of an audiophile. Like, I don't give a fuck what it is. Like, if the beat's good and it sounds good, I like it. Like, yeah. I'm not, like, an elitist of music. Like, I don't just listen to metal and, like, rock or just rap. Like, I delve in just about everything, really. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, man, like, bands go through drums. Like, drummers, like, like crazy, man. It's hard to we keep did. Yeah. that, that <laughs> member. Uh, but so Mario joined after the Roots EP, right? Yes. Yeah. It, I joined, like, July. July, a little after July, maybe August. Yeah. Uh, like so, yeah. what the Roots EP just got released uh, in October? Yeah, we had it recorded since about February, March. Oh, okay. Time frame when we just we so before even the the pandemic hit, y'all were already planning to go into the studio to record this yeah, EP. Okay, definitely. Yeah. yeah, and we we finished it up right in that first wave of the pandemic before we really really got locked down. Yeah. And we just kind of, at that time, we didn't know if we were ever going to be able to do shows again or if bars were going to open up or, you know, really what was going to happen. And yeah, it it ended up turning out in our favor. You know what I mean? But you're already planning the EP before the pandemic. Yeah, we, we didn't want it to get for, forgotten about. Yeah. That's where I was going with that. Sorry about that. No, yeah, no, it, it we being that it was so early on in the pandemic and we really didn't know what was going to be happening. That uh-huh. was really the issue. And we didn't want to release it too early in the year. And then here we are now, you know, October, November time frame. And it's like, okay, whatever. Y'all know? released it, but y'all can't do any, like, shows, like, any type yeah. of promotional yeah. thing for it. It would have fizzled out. And was, was that a concern before releasing it? Or y'all knew y'all were going to release it at this certain time regardless? We, yeah, we knew we were going to release it. We really hadn't discussed when exactly. Uh-huh. And then that's when kind of Kingside came back into the picture because we were supposed to have been signed by them way since before I even joined the band, they were supposed to have signed already. Uh huh. So w- one thing that y'all did do, or y'all were able to do, was record a uh, video for the EP, right? That was fun. What was that? Was for the what, the hypocrite? <laughs> hypocrite. Yeah. Oh, okay. Tell me about that video. Where did y'all shoot that at? Like how that the idea of that come together? That was at Reptiles, <laughs> and it it kind of the only reason it even really came to be is. They're technically reptiles was classified as a venue and not as a bar, so uh-huh. it could still have private events. Oh, okay. So we basically just invited a bunch of our friends to come out and yeah, you want to be in a music video? You know, we put it up on on Facebook and stuff, and uh-huh. 
Yeah, so we basically the, the main ideas behind the video was basically Alex and Nick, you know, the the low rider theme and yeah. the part where you have us in front of like all the low riders and it's all just a big crowd of all of our supporters, you know. Mm-hmm. And it was a really good time. How long did that I, take you to to shoot? Oh man. Uh, a couple hours and it was so freaking mm, no, hot. it was it wasn't a couple hours, man. That was yeah. like a good four or five hours yeah, of filming. It, it was half a day pretty much. Like we Oh man, and it it was the middle of like summertime, so freaking hot. <laughs> yeah, it it was god all. Everybody was. I drenched could feel in my sweat. balls at my knees. <laughs> <laughs> we got doused in water, ice, beer. Like they, it, it was a huge party. I mean, it was one of those things where the pandemic had been going for so long, and we hadn't had anything really that we could go out oh. and do. And yeah, people just s- let it all. Yeah, out. I'm they. It was it was an experience, man. Like you would have thought that you went to one of our concerts. Yeah, you know yeah. the different takes we had to go through the song so many times, and mm. it just everybody left there drenched and huffing and puffing. That's crazy, <laughs> uh, man. How, uh, many, how it, many people did you have involved in that thing? Was, uh, was it all the same people, or did people rotate in and out? Or it? I mean, we had a. A bigger crowd when it first started, but yeah, like I said, it was hot and it was really uncomfortable. So really, like the core twenty, thirty people, you know that yeah. <laughs> that really were into it stayed, and it most people so left. Hot. Like yeah. if you could imagine, like being in a place like the Alamo Dome, like full, yeah. but there's no AC, like no ventilation, yeah. yeah. Like just imagine that many people in like a small space, no like, airflow, and then everybody's going like ape shit because like, I mean dude, it's a metal song. So. I'm yeah. telling you, man. Like <laughs> when I had my arms down, like drumming, yeah. I was just like dripping, like drenching sweat <laughs> off my it elbows. Nasty. It was ridiculous. So that was real sweat. It wasn't fake sweat for no, the video. That, oh that yeah, was, I wasn't oiled up, buddy. I was I was all fucking wet, one hundred percent. Is there anything else that you'll have lined up for promotional? For this EP, or are y'all already looking ahead to to what's next? We're starting to work on the second the second album. We we hope to have a full length released uh-huh. this time next year. Yeah, so that that's basically our main focus right now is just trying to write more music because we're taking a break pretty much from now till the end of the year. Yeah, we, we canceled all our shows. Where Alex is his little girl is coming any day now. Uh-huh. So. Pretty much in anticipation of that, we just like, you know what, let's just, we had a good run and nobody, none of us got sick. Thankfully, you know, at none of the shows that we did, nobody came up that somebody, you know, was positive. We didn't have any sort of COVID scares, so that was pretty good. You yeah. Know, the, but What kind of vibe are y'all going for towards the, the next EP? Are, um, is it an EP or a full length? It'll be a, it'll be a full length. Mm-hmm. I'm, we're just going to keep it heavy, really. We, yeah. we, we had briefly discussed maybe releasing a single like sometime soon maybe yeah. just to you know keep the ball rolling you know yeah, yeah. It, it, it's supposed to be a split with us cerebral desecration and i believe lone star massacre uh-huh which are two heavy hitters i mean cerebral desecration they've been around forever you yeah. know what i mean they're all seasoned vets in the scene and stuff and lone star massacre they're I want to say they're like high school age kids. I don't really know them all that well, but oh, man, they wow. they throw down for some youngsters. Man. Yeah, 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 <laughs> like, yeah. I love playing with those kids, man. They they rock the house. I love it. The original EP that we did, Roots, we recorded it at Diedrich Visions Studios. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's my buddy Brian, and he's got his little home studio and stuff that we went and recorded to. Yeah, uh, we for us 
we had a specific vibe that we were going for mm-hmm. with the re-recordings because the original recordings sound nothing like what we released really? <laughs> this last October. Yeah, they're they're very they sound good. Yeah, you know they're they're very highly processed. And so not and only y'all re-recorded, but y'all rearranged. Like they're uh, just it, it, it's the same songs. We did we slowed them down a little bit, made them a little more raunchy. And Brian, his his specialty is black metal, uh-huh. and black metal at its heart is just a very raw style of music. Yeah, and we for me like what better way to get a raw sound than to go to a guy you know an, an audio engineer that understands that type of music you know yeah. what i mean staying true to that and i i i'm happy as hell with with how it came out to be honest yeah it's interesting how you use the the the, the term raunchy when it comes to it because it does have that kind of vibe to it yep. you know i i like stuff to be a little bit more raw a little bit more like not to oh. to the dot overproduced not like, overproduced yeah. not I mean, some of that stuff is good, especially yeah. like for like the, the the technical stuff. Oh yeah, but the raunchy raw vibe gives the listener. The, it feels uh, like you're there. Yeah. yeah, and so a lot of a lot of bands don't want to have that. They kind of seem like, oh, well, are we doing demos or like you know, like you kind of yeah. want that kind of feel and vibe to connect. So I appreciate bands that do that, and like so I like the fact that you do, yeah. uh, you know, admit that it was a raunchy sound because that's part that, of that's part of the whole yep. cauterized. It like, was planned. We yeah. <laughs> we did it on purpose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, it, and the biggest difference too is it's live drums uh-huh. in in the recordings that we released, and mm-hmm. before it was all processed, programmed. Yeah, drum. I mean, it was literally what he was playing, but he didn't go and mic up his drums and. You know what I mean? Record, yeah, those parts. It's crazy how like a lot of bands are doing that, like the program drums. Uh, mm-hmm. Like they're trying to get rid, of make drummers, live drummers obsolete. <laughs> it's it's just cheaper when it comes down to it. it's just cheaper. They 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 don't mind spending like accumulatively every time you go record drums, you're spending two hundred two hundred thirty dollars. Yeah, yeah. So, so I guess it is cheaper. I guess it's it's more control. Yeah, uh, but it's just it takes away that that vibe of it. Yeah, man. definitely. Hey, and then that was one of the things too was like we when we started talking to Brian about doing the CP for us, that was one of the things that we told him was that we we just we got to have live drums, whether it's you that does it or we find another yeah. session drummer to record drums. Yeah, you know we just it it has to be because we don't like i said for that raw feel you just you have to have live drums there's no substitute there's really not (laughs) yeah uh has this band been on the road yet have it done any tours as colorized not yet we have one that's supposed to be happening 2021 sometime with meridian lone star massacre and ammo from our arsenal Mm -hmm. and I I don't. There's really no like confirmed dates yet, so I really don't. It's hard to confirm. <laughs> yeah, right it, it, yeah. It, it, that's a, a a maybe. We've played in Houston. We're supposed to be playing in Austin on the 13th, right? 14th. No, it's like the that. 14th. The 14th. Yeah. Yeah, we're supposed to be playing with Cerebral Desecration at Come and Take It on the 14th, but we one I don't know if that show is even gonna. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Is yeah. even gonna happen? And then two, like I said, with Alex's baby coming soon yeah it really wasn't worth the risk of finding out you know what i mean two days before the show like oh now we have to pull out and so yeah. we just as soon as we found out we just went ahead and, and backed out of it no nah, i get that uh like a lot of people do for for 
as soon as everything shut down, all the rooms shut down. So like for comedy, a lot of people were doing like Zoom comedy shows, which is kind of yeah. I've heard a lot of people talking about how it just wasn't. The same it, it loses way. something. In oh, it definitely loses like. something. <laughs> it definitely loses something and stuff. But I also heard like some bands uh, after the re- they still release because bands are still releasing albums. Uh, so they'll they'll do live Zoom concerts as a way to, or even some bands are doing like fake tours, yeah. Where they'll do tour dates, and of course anybody could sign up for any date, but like they'll just so it's so fun. Like oh, I'm in San Francisco, you know, right. so only San Francisco people log on and stuff. Have y'all ventured into anything like that to where y'all would do like online tours or online performances so people could? get a vibe of what you are doing yeah with we the we discussed that briefly a couple of times actually we've touched on it we just finding a venue to do it you know what i mean yeah. like right now we really don't have a set jam space we kind of just jam where we can yeah <laughs> at the moment so it, the logistics of it you know what i mean uh-huh. the, the x's and o's haven't <laughs> no nah, i get that yeah but uh, yeah that that's something definitely that we've been talking about a lot more lately especially with again the the state of everything you never know mm-hmm. what's going to happen and if they go into another lockdown where they close down bars again it's going to i feel like it's going to be our only option yeah you know what i mean to start just doing live performance recordings yeah do like a live stream and just charge people you know like dollar two dollars or something yeah. to come in and watch a stream and ask for donations or something, yeah. something like that i mean because it's going to have to turn into something like that, like a plan B, or even for, for when stuff does open up. And I don't know if this is a good, a good thing or not, but to have the option to not be there live yeah, and still be able to see it. Again, I don't know if that's a good idea, but I just know, I mean, uh, that element as far as like live entertainment has just co- f- fucking just gone. Yep. It's just gone away. And a lot of people, I mean, it's not the same. The Zoom comedy shows aren't the same. Yeah. The concerts, any any type of live concerts won't be the same. But it still might be a way to get the name out there and oh, yeah. do Definitely. virtual tours rather than not doing any tours at all. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's definitely still viable. It's just a matter of where, how and when. Yeah, <laughs> really. Figuring out all the details. Yeah. Um so you y'all have one one E P do you have plans for when y'all record that or you're still in the writing session? Uh, right now we're still just in the writing process. Yeah. We're, we're taking our time with it, making sure that, you know, it's going to be the sound we want. Yeah. We, we want to be more picky. Yeah. This time around and try to push ourselves and see. I mean, we're we're still going to be the same, like, like kind of beat down, beat down, laid back kind of thing. We're not going to get overly technical or produced. Yeah. But it's definitely going to have. Like, I guess a cleaner sound to it. Yeah. Like, still runchy, but, like... It's going to be heavy, for sure. It, it That's just our thing, yeah. you know? Like, we... Over-technical over music, you know what I mean? Sometimes it... It has its it, place, but yeah, it's just yeah. it's not for it, everybody, it, you It's know? good, you know? I'm, but I'm just not that good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 for sure. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, when, I, when, I, when I was playing drums, like, I like that stuff. But yeah. I just don't play that stuff. I never wanted to play that stuff. For sure, yeah. Uh, and I'm not really good as a like a cover band. I couldn't do cover bands. I just don't pick up st- stuff like that. I like original stuff. Yeah. Maybe laziness. 
but also it's just not as fun. Yeah. You know. And jamming, you know what I mean? Playing your own stuff. Playing your yeah. own stuff, mm-hmm. pl- coming up with stuff on your own rather than copying what what other people do. Uh what kind of uh when y'all were able to do shows, what kind of like crazy stuff would would go down at, at the shows? Oh man. Like what could, what were people expecting when they went to a Carter Rock show? We did a benefit for the su- like suicide prevention oh, yeah, yeah. show with JC Productions and RT Productions uh-huh. at um, where was it Bang Bang Bar oh, off yeah, of San Pedro yeah. it's it's behind that restaurant the Dog Father uh huh and it, we played with the there was like an acoustic singer you know what I mean? it was all really good musicians it was just very very, very vari- like over different variety. styles <laughs> yeah there was, there was other metal bands and then cauterize went on and nobody fucking knew what hit they were like what the fuck is going on yeah but we it was like wall people got up from their tables and we had like wall to wall people throughout that show people were freaking slam dancing and moshing and Dude got his lip busted open and just went to the side, chugged his beer, and jumped right back in the pit and kept moshing. Like, Dang. <laughs> yeah, man. It, it, it gets wild. Like, we, we put off so much energy in our live show that it's kind of hard not to get swept up in it, especially in that kind of atmosphere. Yeah. And it just it tends to get crazy. Mario will start screaming at people from <laughs> behind his drum set. Like, um, we... You, you, I'm you, not a friendly person <laughs> up there. <laughs> no. We, we move on stage, so it kind of... It's like like infectious you know what i mean and, yeah and a lot of times even like when we played in houston nobody i mean we're not from houston we don't know anybody in houston really and yeah so <laughs> we went on and played and it started out everybody was kind of just hanging out in the back in the bar and at their tables and stuff and by the time our set was over everybody was like right huddled in front of the stage and uh-huh. stuff so it's, very sweaty people yeah <laughs> getting into it and <laughs> yeah do y'all have any live footage of that? Have y'all like put yeah. out anything on, on yeah, that? Yeah, uh, we have actually a couple of videos on YouTube, I want to say. Um, there's our set from, we did the uh, Vakken medal battle mm-hmm. this past year. Mm-hmm. Um, very narrowly missed placing in that, uh-huh. which was a little bit disappointing. But hey, you know what? That's how it goes sometimes. Yeah. Um, there's that one for, uh, from Fitzgerald's, and then I want to say there's our set from Reptiles, one of the shows that we did there for Brandon Hauser. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, there's not much. It's, it's here and there, the videos of us live. I f- wish we would have yeah, <laughs> had a videographer th- following us because we've had some pretty good shows, man. I don't think there's any live footage quite yet of of us, of us like with me and the band. Uh-huh. But there's definitely a lot of videos of them of them of them out there. Oh, okay, yeah. Are any plans to do any more videos for for Roots? So oh yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. What's what's the details on that? Like, do you have like a, uh, a storyline on that one? Not yet. We haven't. I do want to say that Alex has said that he he really wants to have a more story driven video this next time uh-huh because the first one was kind of us just hanging out it was meant to show unity in the scene you yeah. know what i mean because there was all kinds of different promoters there that don't normally like mess with each other there was bands there that oh, don't wow. okay. normally play with each other you know what i mean it was people from the scene mm-hmm. like it wasn't just normal fans coming yeah, yeah. to see us like it was our homies you know like people we've shared the stage with several times over yeah. the years and 
So this next one, we want to, we don't know what yet, you know what I mean? Like, oh, we okay. haven't really planned it out so much, but we do know that we want a more theatrical video this next time around. For which track? Which track are y'all playing? Uh, we, for? I want to say it was between Despised or Die Slow. Um, um, I, I definitely want Despised to be the next one. That's one of my favorite tracks. Actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That one goes off. Yeah. <laughs> I love that song. So y'all, y'all are going to do one more video for this EP. Anything else planned for promotional? I mean, um, honestly, the video is going to be one of those things that we'll be planning it, but it'll probably happen, like, if it can. Okay. Like, soon, you know what I mean? We're going to be focused more on writing the second album and getting getting a really fleshed out, like, finished product going before the middle of next year. Yeah. Because yeah. so we're, we're under contract to release another album by this time next year so oh wow they tell you when an album has to be released uh well i mean it our contract was two years two albums so we're we're one year in one album down oh so we got basically this next year to release another album wow i didn't know that was part of the contract that you had a time limit i mean i guess it's it's a good motivator yeah not necessarily a time limit you know what i mean but uh, that was just the length of the contract basically that makes sense. Uh, so, uh, so y'all are signed to Kingside. Kingside Records, yeah. What, what are the bands are on that one? Uh, you got oh man, uh, Unbeaten. October it's October Roar, h- hardcore band from Poland. You got October Roar, which we played with in Houston. Uh huh. Ammo from my arsenal. Ammo from my arsenal. Covina. Uh, Decimate just signed. To witness a murder just signed. And where's Kingside based out of? Is there St. Augustine, Florida? Oh, they're out of Florida. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. He's based out of Florida. He just, you know, he rec- recognized the talent from here. And he's also, I want to say he was involved with the Dallas scene for a number of years. Oh, okay. So he's he's familiar with the Texas scene. And obviously <laughs> noticed the wealth of talent that is in, in South Texas. Texas. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So do y'all have any other products? That, or I mean, besides your life eats life. Yeah. Any other products that you're working on outside of Cauterize? Um... I like to work on covers with different people. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, we've got a couple in the works that mm. we're throwing ideas around for. I've recruited him to do guitar <laughs> to get, do guitar duties in most of it. Yeah. So now you're in three bands. Uh, yeah, not I, not I necessarily can. like a, a project, <laughs> more so just... bands count. <laughs> yeah, just, just fucking around, you know? Just yeah. letting the creative juices flow and, hey, this would be a crazy song to make... You know, into a metal song. Let's see what it sounds like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's almost like we have three guitarists in the band, like writing because we do. Because I, I write some of the riffs, and then he writes some of the riffs, and then of course Nick does the writing as well. Yeah, uh, it's a it's a collective process. You know what I mean? We everybody gets to have their we input. We all um, help Alex write lyrics as well. Yeah, with the the life eats life. Do y'all have any any? That's what it is, right? Life eats life. Yes, life eats life. Y'all have any uh, albums out or anything to promote on that? Yes. Uh, well, we have our first album out, which is uh, called Save Yourself, and it, it's kind of a shorted album. And then we also have a second album called Whiskey Was Involved, which we released. Whiskey Was Involved. Yes, <laughs> I like that already. Um, I haven't heard it, but it's probably one of my favorite albums. The inspiration. <laughs> like a night you forget. <laughs> the inspiration for that is because when we were writing a lot of the songs for this. We, you know, put our phone down, record it so our guitarist Adrian can go make a demo of it, like on Cubase later. Uh-huh. And every time we would get a good recording of it, we were usually, like, fucked up on whiskey or something. So uh-huh. he'd put in parentheses, like, whiskey was involved. Like, <laughs> like to note, like, just keep in mind we were fucked up. Like, yeah. <laughs> so you we're, like, in yeah, the same state of let's, mind. Let's just fucking call it whiskey was involved. Fuck it. Yeah. So 
Um, that's out on on Spotify, on Apple Music, everything. Like we use DistroKid, we use DistroKid, so it's everywhere. Yeah, basically. Um, we're on we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, we're on all that stuff. Life eats life. It's usually life dot eats dot life. Oh, okay. On um, basically everything. Yeah. Um, it's pretty chill. I mean, you'll you'll find a song, even if you don't like metal. I think you'll find songs on our album that you like. It's good stuff, man. We listened to it on the way to Houston, right? Didn't yeah. We? Yes. Yeah, it's good stuff. But so you joined Cauterize because you're looking for a different type of vibe or different well, type of genre? Yeah, like the thing, the feeling I get out of Cauterize is just like that, like I said before, just that beat down fucking hard shit. Feels like you're in a fist fight after yeah, our show. Yeah, basically. Dude. Like, I, I like, I'm a very energetic player. Like, if you see me on the stage with Life Eats Life, yeah, I get down. Yeah. I'm moving around a lot and I'm, I'm still yelling at people. <laughs> But it's more technical. Like I'm, I'm doing more, so yeah. I'm not, I'm not as animated. But when you know, I'm it's funny, I, and I respect that too, because I was a very, very animated drummer too. I'm very, very uh, quiet, very to myself. Yeah. And so you got that same vibe too. So when you say like I'm, I'm yelling at people, I'm fucking going all out and yeah. stuff. I was like, yeah, I, I get that. I, I get that. <laughs> That's your time to, to yeah, with, wild out. You know, with these guys, since the music is slower and not like as technical, I'm basically like fucking eight man up there. Like I, yeah, I'm damn near like spitting on people and like shit it's do you get uh, you get away from your set a couple times yeah i'll come <laughs> um i'll come up to the front i'll crush like hands on my face and shit fucking yell at people probably spit beer at them or something I don't yeah know. it's part of like the theatrics and like oh for sure man not only that like when i'm up there like it's i'm a totally different person like don't talk to me yeah <laughs> i'm gonna fuck you up <laughs> <laughs> we're not friends right now yeah yeah don't look at me like that. I'm mad at, <laughs> at everybody. <laughs> nah, that's that's cool. So I mean, so I guess your live show would be a great way to describe like the sound, you know, like the way you just described like all that stuff. Yeah, like be being the, in a fist fight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I, I know I, I know that y'all don't really have like a set genre. Genres, I think, honestly, is a bullshit. And that's yeah. actually yeah. like I came up with the Babacoa Core just making fun of people so strict on <laughs> what genre are you? Yeah. You know, like, I was like, I don't know, we're a bunch of fat guys, and we're saying it's about cold core. I don't know, whatever. But that's, <laughs> that, that's how I describe us. Huh? We're some some overweight middle aged dudes yeah, up just, there throwing our hair around. And shit. We're fat and loud. Just yep. what the fuck? <laughs> yep. <laughs> that is everyone but Mario is fucking short <laughs> and fat. <laughs> hey man, I'm I don't know. I just I'm on that verge of keeping this belly, dude. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I can't seem to get rid of it. But if you had to kind of like summarize what the sound is, if somebody needed to say like where, what kind of uh, genre circle or whatever, like. What influences or what sounds would ex- uh, explain what cauterizes? Southern slam. Yeah, slam. slam. Beat down. South Texas beat down. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, I mean, I I would say probably one of Nick's biggest influence would be like Body Snatchers, Traders, bands uh-huh. like that. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Heavier, down-tuned. Yeah. Not as fast, not as yeah. technical, but still heavy Just as fuck. Just very emotional. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of our stuff is very angry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it comes through. It comes yeah. it comes from the dark places. <laughs> uh cool man. Like anything else you want to bring up or shout outs or um, uh replugs in case y'all forgot them up top? Yeah, shout out to our biggest sponsor, man. Texas Beer Cartel. Texas Beer Cartel. Uh-huh. Uh, so yep. We we rep them twenty four seven. Yeah. <laughs> they do uh they do pop ups and stuff around uh Southtown. 
So if you guys ever get a chance, you should definitely go check it out. Pick up yeah. some merch and stuff. Hit up, hit up Steve. Steve Bettis, he's a good man. Yeah, you know what I mean. He's helped us out on on several different levels. Yeah, uh, and then uh, plugs again. Where where can people yeah, find you? Um, check out the videos and check out the the tunes and all that good stuff. Check uh, out our video on YouTube. Our album Roots, our debut album Roots, that came out October sixteenth, is available on every major streaming platform. Our uh, our Instagram is is just cauterized tx so no dots no spaces just cauterized Texas tx. Um, I'm not sure what our Twitter is. <laughs> Twitter, I think it's just cauterized tx. I had to make it to get my Spotify artist profile. Oh yeah, <laughs> to get it to get all our like statistics and stuff from Spotify, and it's like shit. We don't have a freaking <laughs> a Twitter. We got to make one. Make it's it. asking for a Twitter, and I don't have one. That's funny, man. It's just for business purposes. Yeah. Uh, cool, man. Anything else you want to want to promote? Yeah, man. Check out local metal, man. There's a lot of very, very, very talented musicians coming out of this city. And you got Lone Star Massacre, Cerebral Desecration, Ammo for My Arsenal, Covina, Decimate. Uh, shit, how many... Pedagogic, shout out to those dudes. Uh, it's one of my old bands. They're doing their thing still. Yeah. Um, shout out to Julian Cruz and Roland Torres for JC and RT Productions for always having our backs. And oh, okay. Always, yeah, yeah, always yeah. putting us in front of the right people. Uh, shout out to Rob Chavez from Rob's Metalworks. For yeah, man. That's how I found out. About <laughs> for for being in our guy. corner, he's been... That was a surprising one because I had been watching his show on public access since I was a teenager. Same, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I remember staying up till midnight just to watch it. Yeah. It's awesome but, that he's still doing that for, for uh, like regional bands and like Texas bands. And yeah, I mean, man. not that a lot, a lot of touring bands are going on, but he's still doing that stuff just for promote people. And that's honestly how I found out about, about y'all guys. That's awesome. So, yeah, it's pretty dope. Uh, make sure you check out the episode that Cauterize did with, uh, on Rob's Metalworks. Uh, cool. If nothing else, thanks for coming by, guys. Sweet. Thanks for having us, man. Appreciate right. you. Later. Later. Later.